ladies and gentlemen, we got a special guest in the field podcast. My man's Alan Freeman. I'm getting ready to bring him in. There you go. Mic check, mic check. Mic check, mic check. Yo. Yo, what's up, brother? Can you hear me? What's going on, brother? I can't hear him. Oh, yeah, I could definitely hear you, though. It's a go. You can hear me? Yes, sir. I can't hear him. Technical difficulties. One second. Hello? Yes, sir. There we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. My man, what's going on? Man, God is good, brother. How you doing? I see, I see. Yes, sir. Same here, man. Can't complain. Ladies and gentlemen, in the field podcast, my man's Alan Freeman. Uh, we met at BG. Um, like I said, it's crazy that we didn't bump paths earlier. Um, being that like we know so many people and we didn't, you know, been on the same grind and um, you know, shout out to Reggie Wins and that whole deal. But um we also, um, like I said, played at BG together. And this one guy, like I said, I know he, he stay on that constant grind. He always working. Um, like I said, I'm proud to have him on this podcast because he done transformed himself into a speed and agility trainer um, out there in Phoenix. Like I said, I'm real interested in knowing how he even ended up out there in Phoenix. Like I said, he loving it out there. He getting love out there. Um, I mentioned earlier, like I said, he went viral um, on a House of Highlights tip, uh, going crazy with the with the swings in the park, like I say, he he's he want to get it in, man. So want to welcome Alan Freeman, man. Hey, man, appreciate you, brother, man. Thank you, man. Thank you for the platform, brother, man. We we've been grinding for a long time, man. It's time mm-hmm. to get to it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, um, just take me back, man, to when you was a kid, man, and when was when did you realize that you know you wanted to play football? I know you know you got an older brother, so I know that influence was there, but. When, like, I guess, did you feel that that love of, of the game of football? Oh, man, man. Football actually came, man, at an early age when we actually was playing pow, pow baseball, man, back in Detroit okay. when we stayed in Brightmore. You not playing baseball. Yeah, yeah, when we stayed in Brightmore, Detroit, man. We played for the pow uh, athletics age. And uh, it actually started there, you know. Um, I was running to second base. And uh, I actually, the second base guy uh, caught the ball. And I was trying to run the second base, and I juked him, made him fall <laughs> to the ground, you know? And, you uh, and I made it to second base, and, uh, and the umpire cleared me out. And I was so frustrated and mad, you know? Mm. And then, but that's when my dad realized, oh, yeah, we got this kid in the wrong sport. We okay. got to get him into football, you know, because I didn't know that you got to run in a – you got to run in a straight line I when it comes yeah, to yeah. all the juking and stuff. Mm-hmm. So when I juke the dude out of his pants, uh, that's when my dad realized, yeah, we got we to gotta change his sport, you know. 
Okay. Yeah, but then he moved, he moved out to Westland, Michigan, uh, and started playing for the Westland Comets. Uh, you know, my uh, my dad, you know, blessed us and got us out, got us out of uh, Detroit. You know, because the educational system was was such was such you know trash back then. Right. You know, so uh, we had he got us to uh, Westland, Wayne Westland, and got us to the Westland Comets, and that's pretty pretty much where where it all started, man. Back in fifth grade when I uh, when we moved out. Of, Moved out of Detroit and moved to Westland, Michigan, man, and, and really, it really started started to grind then. Started to grind since then. Okay, and um, what team were you playing for? You was in the Pal League, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We was with the Westland. We was with the Westland Comets uh, okay. for uh, for uh, a lot of my little league uh, time. But then uh, my dad uh, decided to start coaching me. And uh, he became the head, uh, the uh, assistant head coach to my uncle, uh, uh, Jerome Skills. He was the head coach, and he, they, uh, they had their own team called the Westland Meteors. And uh, my dad became the assistant head coach then, and he started really helping me out and really started being into my life when he see, started seeing that this is what I wanted to do, you know. Uh, so he started coaching me, and uh, he had his own team, and we pretty much uh, took it off. Took the dream there, and we, uh, you know, start making our own rules, man, and start tearing up records. Right, right. That's what's up. So, uh, what what do you remember about your first touchdown at that age? Because I know, oh, mine, man. I know, mine being a quarterback, mine was off a, a, a fake. Like I, I faked it, you know, and just got up out of there for like thirty yards, and man. and didn't really know what to do for real. Like it was like, yo, I scored my first touchdown, but. What what was that feeling like? If you can remember that, man, I remember that feeling like it was yesterday, bro. Man, I remember uh, it was. I, I did a double spin. It was a double spin, man. I got the toss. It was a toss. You know, the old school. We had eye formation. Mm-hmm. You know, wasn't mm-hmm. that not good? Yep. It was the eye formation. I got the toss, the left, the uh, the uh, toss handoff, and um, I spent outside off the linebacker. Then got to the outside, spent off the corner, the double spin, and one play that took it. Took it the whole way, mm. and then I like I like surf surfboard dived into the end zone, mm. and then you know, I was a little kid. I was watching right. too much. TV, yeah, you know? showing off and early. I remember the- yep. <laughs> showing off early. I the ref coming over to me, telling me, "Uh, you watch too much cartoons, son. You can't do that." <laughs> <laughs> it was funny though. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. So. Um, as you know, you you start to get older. So, do you remember what age you started? I was like six, seven. You would say. Uh, I would have to say, man. I would say fourth grade. Fourth grade. Well, how old, how old we are in fourth grade? Because <laughs> no, wait, third. Because th- you eight in third grade. So fourth grade, you like yeah, like nine, somewhere around there. Yeah, we around that age, bro. We around that. Age. So, and then you you start to you know get a little bit older and get a little bit bigger. When did you start to see your confidence take off? Was it, you know, then or did it take you to get older until like your eighth grade going into like your freshman year in high school? Oh man, I, I believe, I feel like my confidence start taking off, uh, you know, once, you know, like every man, uh, once I had a passion for the game and puberty start reaching this point, Mm-hmm. Uh, in this peak, uh, I start developing, you know, new confidence on, you know, my ability and, you know, different things that I could do. But I really feel like my career uh, start taking off 
uh, my ability to be showcased because I always felt like I had it, but it wasn't showcased until um, I had that transfer move from Wayne Memorial to uh, Inkster High School uh, mm. during my high school time when I went to go play for Coach, the legendary Coach Greg Carter. Okay. Uh, Shout out Coach Greg Carter. Yeah, Coach Greg Carter. He's now at uh, uh, Oak Park High School because they they demolished uh, Inkster High School. They knocked the whole the whole school down in the educational system. So you know, RIP to Inkster High, man. But uh, man, it was great. legend. It was legends built out of that school. Right, legends. Yes, it was. Yes, you know, Coach uh, Greg Carter. He really took me underneath his wing and and accepted me being a transfer after, uh, for just one year, my senior year. And uh, that's when he really got me out there, man. I started seeing so many Division One schools, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, you know the the uh, the Superman to the team that time was Devin Gardner, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, he was a he's a former Michigan uh, quarterback for University of Michigan. Yep. Shout out Devin Gardner. We had some power. We had some power run-ins. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was a mm-hmm. man. He was an awesome, uh, awesome talent, man. He was heck of, heck of a quarterback coming up out of high school and. Uh, and, uh, you know, he used to always bring a lot of colleges and, and uh, recruits to the school. So that's what really helped me showcase, you know, my ability when I started getting exposed to different, uh, you know, universities and coaches and stuff like that. Because, you know, I wasn't – I always had the talent. I just wasn't seen, you know, all my first three years coming out of high school until I made that decision to transfer. Right. And what led to that decision? Like, was it obviously knowing that you needed to be seen or was it, it was, was it that easy or was it just something, you know, that you really had to like think about or weigh other options? Was it another well, school in, in play? Well, it actually was, man. It was our rival, uh, our rival, uh, Westland, uh, Westland, uh, John Glenn. It was Wayne okay. Memorial. My brother went there. My little brother went there. Yep. Yeah. Westland, John Glenn. And, you know, it, that also, you know, took a play because, Growing up, when you live in Westland, uh, majority of the Westland Comet kids go to Westland John Glenn, and the Westland Meteor kids go to Wayne Memorial. So, you know, seeing that I had, you know, best of both worlds, playing for the Comets and the Meteors, and right. then playing, going to Wayne Memorial, I kind, of feel, I kind of feel like, you know, I was like, I should go to, you know, Westland John Glenn because some of those boys I play with, when I was in Little League, you know, fourth and fifth grade, you know, in sixth grade, until I made that decision to go to uh, Westland Meteors with my father in eighth grade before high school. Um, but, you know, something came to my realization that, you know, I had to put my, I had to put business over, you know, over friendship, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I had a lot of friends at uh, Westland John Glenn, just like I had at Wayne Memorial. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have no friends, at, you know, at Inkster. I had, you know, a couple of buddies, but, you know, not football, you know, vision type buddies, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, Inkster had a lot of different characters at that school, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, so I had to re- – but but the, the football program with Coach Carter and, and Greg Carter and his son, Coach Adam Carter, what they had going and Coach Will, they had, they had, so they had a football vision going that was out of this world uh, between – between the years of like 05 and uh, 2011, you know, Inkster was really booming, you know, despite the uh, off the field, you know, issues with the, the community, the, the school was really booming, 
you know, and uh, it was it was pulling in a lot of uh, attention with recruiters and you know and, and coaches and stuff. So I had to you know put my put my friendship you know feelings to the side and and really figure out my 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 future instead of enjoying my senior year. I need to enjoy it like a businessman and make a decision that's can better me get into college. You know, right, right. And that's good, man, that you, that you realize that and you made that transition at a young age because, you know, not a lot of players will take advantage of their career so early. But knowing that, you know, you had that talent, and I think that played a part in it too. Like, a lot of people may not think that, oh, I don't – like, they're not really ready yet or they got it, but they ain't ready to claim it or they don't really know how to show it. So they kind of retreat and don't really fully get it out there. So I think that's – um like I said, man, that, that's – pretty, you know, dope. And that speaks to your maturity at a young age that, you know, you're going to make this decision and take control of your career. Like, how was your, like, how was your pops at this time? Obviously, like, he was riding with you and he wasn't trying to oh, steer man. you, you know, e- either way. Man, he was the, he was the pilot to the, to, to the ship, man. Yeah, okay. Yep, yep. He was That's the sponsor. Up. He was the foundation. Uh, my mama was the foundation as well. But right. when it came yep. to- Shout out moms. Yeah, when it came to yeah, shout out to my dudes. When it came to uh, when it came to really like having that sense of vision for the man, for the for the font for the next upcoming Freeman man, mm-hmm. you know, he really tried to install um, some good morals and principles into into us, you know, and, and he kind of wrapped it around the game of football, you know, because he right. knew me being youngest out of three, and my brother being only a year older. Um, he, you know, I was a knucklehead, you man, you know, I was everywhere. I was off the walls, you know, mm-hmm. messy, messy kid. But, but he used to always try to wrap the, the, the principles of life around the game of football. And, and he knew that would stick to me. Like, for example, like I used to have a messy room, but in football practice, discipline was being taught by not jumping off sides. You know what I'm saying? So he was telling me discipline of getting, getting what I want and a, re, and a reward of like some new shoes is making sure my bedroom is clean, you know? And then when I start realizing, you know, the, the, how football can really help me be a better person off the field too, you know, uh, little then things. Really, he started heading home. Yep, the little things, attention to detail, attention to detail. Yeah. So yeah. although you although you made that business decision, um, to go to Inkster your senior year. Um, what would you take away from um, the three years? You said at Wayne, what would you take away from the three years um, at Wayne, good or bad? Oh, man, Wayne, man, Wayne developed me as well. You know, that's a part of me that I feel like uh, that I, I needed to grow myself because if I didn't have that one-on-one time at Wayne to develop my, my skills on an individual level, I wouldn't have been so prepared at Inkster going into my senior year, you know, with all the marbles and, you know, one hand trying to, you know, uh, work out in front of college coaches and stuff. You know, I feel like my preparation, my preparation came when I was a sophomore on varsity, you know, cause I was, a, I was, a, uh, I played when I, my freshman year, I was, a, uh, I played on varsity all three of my, I played varsity two years at Wayne, my sophomore, junior year, and played JV my freshman year at Wayne, you know? So I feel like uh, developing my skills then had me ready to go, like when it came to, you know, making moves in the open field and, uh, you know, making the long run happen, 
you know, when it, when I made that transition to uh, Inkster, you know. So, yeah, Wayne is always going to be a part of me, man. It's just, right. uh, fortunately, academically, I had some things that I had to give, you know, give get on a better end so I could make my my vision, you know, happen. And it just mm-hmm. wasn't happening that way, you know. Right. So, um, so now you're at Inkster. Um, talk about that season because um, what year is this is? Um, Cause you, I think you, we in the same year, right? Twenty thousand nine, two thousand ten. Yes, sir. Wait, you, yeah, you said you graduated two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, so yeah, so this would have been my junior year then. This would have been yeah, my junior year. Yeah. So, sir. so, yep. So, talk to me about, um, talk to me about that year, cause like I said that y'all had some dogs on that team. Oh man, when I, t- hey, bro, bro, <laughs> when I tell you we had so. Look, you can still go, man. They called that team the dream team because it was a one-hit one. Mm. The year I transferred into Inkster High, I want to say 13 other people transferred into Inkster High, including Devin Gardner mm. and another uh, another, uh, uh, another uh, face, uh, Cameron, Cameron Gordon. You know, these are top guys coming out of our, coming out of our region at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, Cam Gordon was already like a top prospect that wide receiver in the state. I want to say he was like top four, top five. And then we had the number one quarterback in the country with Devin Gardner coming mm-hmm. in at dual quarterback. And then we had other so we had other great people come in, man. Like uh, we had a big guy named Sterling. Man, he was a transfer from Southeastern. He was six six three fifteen. People don't know about him. Cause he didn't have the 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 the, uh, the height. You know what I mean? Like the highlight, you know, in the showcase that people like Devin had. Right. But um, man, we had we had a lot of we had a lot of uh, bullets that came in with that gun, man. That really helped helped to get get to the national. I mean, the uh, state championship. Mm-hmm. And it was great, man. We had we had a lot of people, bro. We had like I said, I had three three people also came with me. Like a like I was a lot of focus from Wayne Memorial uh, transferring, but. Uh, two other uh, two other cats also came with me. You know, my boy Eric Williams, he transferred with me from Wayne Memorial, and my other boy Antoine Callaway, he also came. And those was the two top wide receivers from Wayne, with me also being in the backfield. You know, so Wayne lost a lot of uh, a lot of muscle power when I transferred because the two receivers and me left. You know, and. Uh, them boys had great careers as well. Uh, Eric Williams, he went off to finish off and uh, went to Northwood University, and, uh, and uh, Antoine Callaway, he finished off at Albion University. You know, so they had some great, they had some great years, man. But yeah, they transferred with me too. That made the transition kind of more smoother, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't be so, you know, by myself over there, you know, at Inkster. Right. So at this time, are you doing both offense and defense, or are you focusing on? Oh, yeah, they had me going both ways. I also was the punter at uh the punter at Inkster. <laughs> I was playing everything. Okay. I was doing uh, I did the punter. I was the kick returner and the punt returner. And I played uh corner with my uh with, with my boy Damon Smith. He was the opposite corner. He was the lockdown corner. I was learning everything from him. Mm. You know, cuz uh when I was at Wayne, I was pretty much uh I played both sides at Wayne. But I was I pretty much focused on uh, running the ball, and my and my athletic ability came when I played defense, defensive back. But when I when I got to Inkster, then I started really seeing other people uh, take positions serious, and then that's what really elevated my game. Like uh, Damon Smith, 
he was a number one corner that transferred into uh, Inkster too from Cast Tech. And this man, when I tell you this guy, this guy took the defensive back position so serious, man. He when I when I tell you from the technique, from the form to the backpedaling to the to the way you got to look to the break to the T step. And I didn't see nobody because I was always the person that lead by example at Wayne. But when I came to Inkster, I I wasn't, and I was like, oh okay. Everybody's connected. You mm. know? And uh, that really opened my eyes to really trying to better my, better my game to really figuring out, okay, I could be a defensive player too. I knew I was always a corner, but when, it's, when I started getting technical with it and trying to really, you know, better my back pedal, because when I used to be at Wayne, I, I used to look at my defensive back film and I used to, you know, try to check myself. I used to be like, man, I never really, I never really backpedal. I used to always shuffle out of out of my backpedal when I came out of Wayne. So I really had to really teach, I really had to teach myself how to backpedal, you know, and that and that really came from my boy Damon Smith, who really taught me a lot. And, yeah, and uh Coach Ford. Coach Ford was our defensive back coach. And also, man, uh people don't know, uh the River Rouge head coach was my defensive back coach as well at Inkster. Mm. Um, come on, man. Give me right. I'm oh man. I forgot, Coach. Man, shout out to River Rouge. Is that right? Shout out, yeah. Shout out River Rouge. Shout out man, River Rouge. Yeah. Shout out River Rouge. Man, but uh, they the they head coach taught me a lot. Man, taught me a lot. He was my defensive back coach as well at Inkster. And you okay. see, and you see how his dream is. And you see how his dream is developing. He he just won a state championship at River River Rouge. So man, that's, 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 doing good things. So, so y'all had a good team, state championship. Y'all win? Y'all won that year, right? Oh, oh. man. Man, unfortunately, we lost, man. We lost, bro. Oh, we, we, lost we lost two, man. We lost two. We lost. That's the next year. Yep. Yeah, we lost to East Grand, we lost East Grand Rapids, but we also lost – I mean, we, we, mm. we, we actually lost to the Joe Glenn Dennis show. There was a Who? cat. There was a cat named <laughs> Joe Glenn Dennis. Joe Glenn Dennis. I think I'm probably – Man, that man, hey, when I tell you that boy Corona football, that boy, look, that boy was three. They 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 three us. They won the state championship two times before us. And the running back Joe, he was a twenty five yard twenty five hundred yard rusher two three years in a row. Sheesh. He was he was nuts. Yeah, he looked crazy. <laughs> yeah, he also was a, a lacrosse player too. You know, I did my homework on. I did see that. That's what was the difference with me coming out of high school. I did my homework on everybody. Okay. You know, I used to, I used to know everybody, man. You know, because I wanted to try to figure out how I could be the best. You right. know, and uh, but yeah, he he took it from us, man. They three peated it. Shout out to uh, Grand Rapids, man, for crushing my dreams. But it's all good. <laughs> it's all good, man. Y'all y'all developed a more hungrier person when right. I got to college. And I became a true freshman because of that, you know. Right. And that's a and that's a good, easy, smooth transition, man, into college. Because I was going to ask, what was your recruiting process like? Because I know for me, going into my senior year, I wanted to make sure that you know I had something solidified. Not that I would have been worrying about it throughout the season, but you know, that's just like one less thing, you know, off the bucket list. So you know, like, what was you know what was your uh, recruiting process like? Well, my recruiting process actually. 
it, it was coming mostly from the Mac area, you know, uh, Eastern mm -hmm. Michigan, uh, Miami of Ohio, uh, Ball State, uh, Bowling Green, um, uh, Central Michigan. Um, I was getting I was getting looked at by some uh, Division One AA like Illinois State. Uh, I actually got that hookup because when I got offered from Eastern Michigan, they uh, linebacker coach that offered me he actually left and went to Illinois State. So when he got to Illinois State, that Division One AA, he, he he showed me love. So I had I had you know had an offer from the, uh, Illinois State, um, um, but. And I also had a couple D2s that came at the end. But, you know, my, my story is a testimony, you know, because, Thanks. you know, I, I, yeah. went through, I went through um, my whole senior year living a dream, you know, being, being, uh, being the Robin to, uh, to Devin Gardner, which, you know, which would have been Batman at the time. I was like Robin. You know, I was everywhere with him. I was his shadow trying to, you know, get looked at like, because of Devin, you know, shout out to Devin Gardner, bro. Like, you know, shout out to Devin, you know, I met Jim Trestle, you know, I met great coaches like Rich Rodriguez, you know, I met, I met some great fellas that I thought I could never have met before, you know, but he, he used to bring those people around to the, uh, to the school at Inkster and used to just have, you know, make, make my dream come true. Like, man, I would never thought I would meet these, these coaches, you know, but because of him, it was happening, you know, so, so he, he really was trying to like pave the way for me to all I had to do was just show up and compete and, and, and look and look how I, and just show up, you know, and, uh, and that really helped me out. That really helped me out a lot. That's what's up. So um, ultimately, you know, what school did, you know, you, what school did you want to go to? And did you go to that was, or what? Yeah, or what? Was, uh, I ain't gonna lie, man. I ain't have big dreams. I mean, like my, my, my mother went to Ohio State, you know, shout out to the Buckeyes. Uh, my, 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 my family always been Buckeye fans, you know. People don't like that. <laughs> go blue, bro. I don't gotta hit it one more time, man. Oh, <laughs> You funny, brother. You funny, man. <laughs> but yeah, man. My family, we from Ohio, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's crazy. Uh, so, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, we from Ohio. I was, we, uh, you know, my my parents from Toledo, Ohio. We, my mm -hmm. actually, people don't know this, but uh, uh, my my dad before I was born, you know, my dad used to travel from. We lived in Ohio, but he used to work in Michigan. He worked at a uh, shoe carnival, you okay. know, and okay. so he used to do some. Oh, I, don't, I couldn't, I couldn't myself do that. I couldn't right. see myself do it, but he was doing that, man. He was driving from Ohio to Michigan, and shout uh, out, you know, shout and out, uh, shout out, you know, shout out to my pop, man. You know, he uh, and 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 he and he got and he he got plugged in that Ford Motor Company, and that's when he made a transition uh, to take the leap of faith to move all of us. I mean, to move them out of. Uh, Ohio to, to Michigan, you know, then that's when I was born, man. He, you know, we, we lived in Detroit uh, ever since then, you know, so it was great. It was some great, great, great uh, moments, man. Great history of myself that I, I'll never forget, you know. That's what's up. That's what's up. So you, you didn't really have, yeah. yeah, go ahead. You said you ain't really had, you know, no real big aspirations on going to, you know, anything, no, no real big school. Like no. I, I want, really didn't either. I to be honest. To, uh, I wanted to go to Toledo. I wanted to go to Toledo. Okay. You know, um, Toledo University, because like I said, my mom went to Ohio State 
uh, then she, uh, she, she got her, uh, she got a degree from Ohio State. Then she transferred to Toledo and got her nursing degree. You oh, know, that's what's and then, my dad, my dad been a uh, Owens Tech. Owens Tech is a, a, a community college out of uh, Ohio, mm-hmm. and my dad been a basketball uh, star. You know, uh, out of Owens. You know, uh, in in Toledo. You know, so I wanted to be, I wanted to be an Ohio man, Toledo man. You know. Yeah, yeah. And, um, when, but Toledo never, Toledo never gave me a scholarship, you know, Toledo never gave me a scholarship. And, and, and that hurt me because, uh, central Michigan offered me and, uh, Eastern Michigan and then Bowling Green offered me, you know? And so I'm like, how, how is this possible? The school I want to go to. Yeah. You're getting these Mac schools. You would think that, you know, this other Mac school would, you know, want to bid and, you know, put their hat in the ring, but. Yeah, and Toledo never, Toledo just never took, and I don't know why, because I took so many visits up there. Like, I used to tell them that I had, I'm from, you know, like, I got family from here, you know, so I don't know why they just didn't do it. I wish I could ask that coach that now, man, mm-hmm. <laughs> wherever he is. Mm-hmm. But, um, but you know, so Bowler Green offered me, you know, shout out to Coach Hunter, man, Coach John Hunter, he took yeah, me for me. Coach Hunter, for real. Shout out Coach Hunter. But, you know, you know, Coach John Hunter, he 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 come from Coach Greg Carter. And you see, that was one of the reasons why I took that opportunity from transferring out of Wayne Memorial Wayne Memorial. Because I didn't know when it was gonna happen, but I knew that my hard work was gonna be showcased. And just like I just like I got blessed, John Hunter, the running back coach from Bowling Green was a coach under Greg Carter, my high school coach. Yep. You know, they coached at the Poor's together. Uh, and that's a legendary yeah. high school back in the day. I'm, and that's crazy because the coach that I'm uh-huh. coaching, the coach I'm coaching with now, Daryl Wilson, he was my coach uh, when I played for the Cubs, uh, Pal League, Little League football. And he came, he went to the Poor's. Like he played at the Poor's and that was his, John Hunter was his coach. So that's crazy. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a small world, man. And yeah. that's why it's always about sometimes it's good to know things, but it's really about who you know. And right. always having that good uh always having that good appearance, you know, always being somebody that could be likable, you know. Mm-hmm. And um and John Hunter was the running back coach at the time, uh when I was my senior year at Inkster. And he and I used to always he used to always come to the uh Coach Carter office. You know, during during those school days, and we used to always chit chat, you know, and stuff like that. And uh, then he gave me a uh, gave me a, scho- a scholarship. I have to say, uh, he gave me, they 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 offered me a scholarship week two going in my senior year. Mm. Week two, yeah, we it was during week two after we played Highland Park. Uh, Bowling, uh, Coach Carter came in and offered me a scholarship going into uh, yeah, going into Highland Park. You know, so. You know, I, I, that, and that was a dream come true, though, because uh, when I took a trip up to Bowling Green, I, I like, I love Bowling Green. I fell in love with Bowling Green, too, because orange is one of my favorite colors. Mm-hmm. So when I went up to Bowling Green, I'm like, oh, man, it's orange everywhere. Like, you know, right. it was just, you know, the, the, campus, the campus environment just had that, that, that color orange just showcased and portrayed everywhere. And it was just like, oh, man, this is a beautiful campus to me, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, so, you know, I, I just thought it was a dream come true. And I really just, you know, lost sight of Toledo 
once I figured out that Bowling Green was only 15 minutes away from Toledo. <laughs> you know, I was like, I ain't, I ain't missing too much, you know, so. So were you, was the Giant, like, did they recruit you as a running back? Yeah, yeah, I was full-time running back. Even though I was a, a, a athlete in high school, it was strictly running back. I knew I was going to Bowling Green to play full-time running back, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, and that that was my dream. That was my dream. So what was that what was that experience like getting to BG? Well, you know, a lot of things happened. That's why I, that's why I said earlier, man, I got a testimony because uh mm-hmm. I was committed to BG my whole senior year. Like I said, I was committed from week 2 all the way through the season, all the way through the playoffs, all the way into the state championship run, even till after the state championship run, uh, uh, state championship run, even until 2 weeks until signing day. I was okay. committed to but then, uh, you know, me, I was having trouble with the ACT. And um, I was D2 qualified, but I couldn't get D1 qualified because my GPA was so low, you know. And uh, I was just having real trouble my senior year uh, with that ACT, man. And uh, I took that thing six times. Hey, and, I'm uh, up there with you. I I probably, I'm up there with you. I'm about five, six times in, too, for real. Yeah, man that thing I was I was man I was thirsty for my scholarship bro and just to play football and I was uh I took that thing about six times man I could not receive nothing higher than a 19. I just kept on getting 17s and I needed a 19 to to keep my scholarship to Bowling Green Mm -hmm. and uh man I kept on getting 17s and 16s and 15s and and then uh my last one I got like a I remember my last one I got like a 16 and then that was it Coach, Coach Hunter and them called me and told me they had to decommit me. And, and uh, it was the wrong time, man. And it was a bad feeling because it was two weeks going into signing day. Right. And I was hurt. And I was like – and the news got around quick because uh, um, Eastern Michigan found out that I wasn't D1 qualified. And That's all my D1s really yeah. backed out. It was over. It was over, you know. And um, but then, but like I said, man, God, God bless me because um, my brother, like I said, is a year older. He was already into his true freshman year at Ferris State mm-hmm. in Big Rapids, Michigan. And, you know, once I called him and told him my situation and, and I told him that I was really in a bad pickle, um, he, he, he said he's like, look, man, I can we can see what we can do and we can I, I could call I could call my head coach. and." You already D2 qualified, so you could get a scholarship and, and just come here with me. Mm-hmm. Come to Ferris. Come to Ferris State. And and I was like, okay, do that for me. You know, so I got to work out with the – I got to work – We drove me and my mother, we drove up to um, Ferris State, and I got to work out with them. And I, I blew it out the water, man. I tore it up. And uh, they offered me on the spot, you know. And um, they yeah. – but they already – they already knew of me. They already knew I was the uh, Division One. You know, uh, c- couldn't go D one, so I had to, you know, really try to get in anywhere. Right. So, and my brother was here, and my brother was here, so they already knew they sucked me in. So, right. So that that where it was at. I had oh, no yeah, other that's thing. What's up. Right. That's what I'm saying. I I I knew that story, but like I said, I wanted to, you know, I wanted people to, I wanted you to share that so people can hear that because I'm coaching these young kids now, when it's a few of them that's in that boat with that ACT. And, you know, they, you know, getting kind of scared or whatever. They don't think it's another option or that, you know, it's the end of the road or it's the end of the line when it's really not. 
But yeah. one of those tests, dumb as hell, for one, like, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, but, you know, you still got to, you know, fix that and make up for that in the classroom with the GPA. Um, like I said, I had that problem. That's why I took it so many times. Like, my GPA was there, but it could have been better. And that made it, well, you know, your ACT got to be this. Yeah. Oh, your GPA is this. Like, it's, I mean, if my GPA good enough, why do that matter? Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, but like I said, I just wanted, you know, I just wanted you to yeah. share that, man. Because, you know, like I said, it's, these kids, they need to hear that and know that it's a, that ain't the end, it ain't the end of the road. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Definitely. It's not, it's not, man. It's all about the will and the passion. Because like I said, it's a million schools. Division one is just like, and that, and that's what I was so, uh, I was so blind. I was blind coming out of high school that's until perfect. my brother woke me yeah. up. And uh, I was so blind. Division one. I'm like, division one is, division one is, rivals this, rivals that, being on max prep this, max prep that. And it's not about that, man. It's it's a, it's a, it's a million universities out here, division two level, division three level, even the NAI level, which I would tell you, which I'm gonna let you know further down the line where yeah. where that came about. But I didn't even know anything about NAIA until I was 25 years old, you know? So it's, it's different levels of, foot, of college football. Division one is just not it. You know, right, right. That's just a, that's just a, that's just the level that gets played on television. But the league look at every division. If you good, they'll find you. Yeah, for sure. So for you, sure, man. So you end up at Ferris. You with you with your big brother, and um, you know, you play a year there, and you know, I imagine you on your grind, you in the books, um, because that ultimately yeah. it, that ultimately led to you transferring to your dream school, which was which was Bowling Green. Mm-hmm. Yep, sure did. How, Can't how be focused. Yep. How was that process? Man, that process was uh it was a it was an experience, man. It was it was something that grew that that helped me grow. And it was something that uh that that uh that also showed me that I could do whatever I set my mind to do. You know, that was really the first time I was out on my own, you know. And uh and I feel like I was just uh blessed. I feel like from from the dorm to from my experiences from the dorm to the football field to the classroom, I feel like God was blessing me because as soon as I moved in to Ferris State my my uh, freshman year, my dorm roommate moved out and trans and transferred. So I had a whole dorm unit to myself, you know, and that was a space that I really needed to really just isolate myself and, and really just figure out who I am and what hey. I want to do. I want to hear it for a little bit because that's crazy you say that because that happened to me when I transferred from BG to Tiffin. Like, I mm-hmm. got to Tiffin and I was in this big room. It was two other dudes, but, you know, everybody, whatever, and they ended up leaving, and now I'm solo my first year there. Like, so I, I definitely know what you – I definitely know that feeling, man, and can speak to that. Yeah, man. And, and I just feel like that's God. That's God in both of our lives letting us know that that in order, and that's one thing that I learned going, you know, other, like during this process in life, I didn't understand. But when I got older, I started realizing and understanding that sometimes God got to take, instead of working on you, he take you out of the environment first, and then he work on you. Like he puts you in a whole new environment. He isolates you first, and then he gets you, and then he gets you to start working on yourself. And I feel like uh, that's what happened. And I feel like that's what happened, you know. He he isolated me. Hang on real quick. Um, 
yeah, that's what I feel like. He isolated me and uh, got me to understand what I really wanted to do without without trying to be the life of the party, you right. know, which I always wanted to do. Like, I always wanted to be that person that um, that wanted to be seen, you mm. know, but when I really got the fears, I really had to isolate myself and cocoon myself to really fix my morals and principles on myself, you know, because I didn't want to be there. I treated, I treated Ferris State like a Juco because I had, a, I had a lot of buddies that, uh, that went to Juco life and was, and was miserable and hated it, even though I was on scholarship and I didn't hate it, but I treated the process like it was a Juco life, right. you know, and, 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 and I always told myself, I'm not going to stay here. I got to get back to where I need to be because I used to always watch all my closest friends. Like I said, Cameron Gordon, Devin Gardner, you know, Damon Smith, though, we used to call each other the Fab Four, you know, and all of them was playing on TV. You know, Devin and Cam went to Michigan, and uh, Damon Smith, he committed to Western Michigan. You know, and they used to all be playing, you know, Big Ten Network and mm-hmm. ESPN, and, and you know, he used to do something to me when I used to watch him, like, man, I'm yeah, at Fair State. Yeah, I know that feeling. Yep. And we was the Fab Four, and we all had dreams, and we all had, you know, them – outside uh, off the field conversations about going D1. And and so it, it really did something to me. Like I, I got to get back to that level, you know? Right. But uh, that was just, uh, you know, childish, the childish mindset, even though I do appreciate that mindset of me because it showed me that I can be, I'm full of ambition and I can, and I'm full of will and I can do what I want. But my mindset was childish. Mm-hmm. because I should have stayed still and I should have finished strong instead of jumping right. the tra- jumping around the university, university you know? Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's all a learning prospect. And like my dad told me, you know, let your experiences be your best teacher. And uh, so like, that's, that's pretty much what I did. You I, like, know? I like that. I like that. So you ended up at BG, and um, that's when we meet. Um, That was my freshman year. And then um, yep. ultimately ended up leaving um, the next year. Um, like I said, the, your your story is so crazy. We could talk to you. I could talk to you for for a long time, man. But like I said, we gonna we gonna keep it a little brief. But like I said, I still yeah. wanna get, get still want to get into some into some stuff, man. So like when you were at BG, um, you at your you at your dream school, the school that you wanted to go to, um, that was kind of cut short. Um, and then you ended yeah. up, and then you ended up transferring again. Um, one, what school did you? Or first question, uh, rather, I back up the the time that you were at BG what did yeah. that feel, like what did that feel like um first when you with, with you being there and then second what school did you transfer to after you left BG okay oh man my time at Bowling Green when I made that transition was hard but it was the it was the transition that developed me into the position I was playing at that time which was defensive back right uh, and that man BG crafted me and shaped me into a division one player. Like when I got to the, when I got to Bowling Green, I want to say I was a hundred and I want to say 83 pounds. I want to say going into winter condition and spring ball, I was 196 pounds with mm. a Takeo Spikes neck. Right. And, and biceps <laughs> that look like my thigh muscles. Like, like, <laughs> like Bowling Green's crafted me into something that I always wanted to be a division one athlete. And I wanted to look like a Division One athlete, you know, and and I really can say that it that 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 experience at Bowling Green really helped my game 
when I left Bowling Green because it put me on top of the world when I had to go back down a division because I started seeing my competition as nobody's. Yeah, like man. I started seeing like, man, I'm a, I now I'm D two, man, I'm about to run all over these boys, man. They can't yep. see me, you know. And, and I really play like that too. So I, I really live by by that title that I was thinking, and uh, and and that's what helped me. And I feel like I had that confidence uh, from going to Bowling Green and seeing who I had to go against, like the like the legendary Kamar Jordans. Yeah, uh, Kamar Jordan. Yeah, I had to go against Binky. other great guys, man. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Hodges, Binky, Binky, Hodges, man, Hodges. Binky. Even even the cat, even the uh. The new cat that came in town, man, he was, uh, man, he came like the year after me. But when I went up there, I did a workout with him. Samuel, Samuel, oh, Anton, Anton Samuel. Anton, Anton, Anton. yeah. Anton Samuel, yeah, for that sure. running back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah he, he he was a good one too, man. And uh, working out with those guys and trying to keep my uh, spirits around their elevation really helped me. What to keep keep my confidence up going to Wayne State University in Detroit? Mm -hmm. So yeah, you back at the crib. You at Wayne State. Um, you know, would you say you had a a good career there, a good impact there when you was at Wayne State? Man, I actually did. Man, I actually did. Man, I developed I developed certain nicknames throughout the throughout the program, like the head coach and the coaches and the teammates used to all call me Jitterbug, and I was just a <laughs> I was just a highly spirited person, you know. I was, uh, I was just, I was a person to, I was a person to, that was fun. I was fun to be around, you know. I was actually growing up too, cause I was older. I was going into like being twenty one years old at the time, okay. so I was growing and I was maturing and I was becoming a person to be around, you know. And uh, that's always and, uh, yeah, and it was great because I. I didn't see it as a I didn't see it as a negative. I seen it as a positive because for one, I'm still playing college football, and for two, I'm back home in front of my family where I can play. They only got to come up the street ten minutes. Right. You know what I'm saying? At the time, we were at the time we was downtown uh, at Woodbridge Estates, right in front of Motor City Casino. You feel yeah. me? So they had to drive not too far away. You know, so so it was a blessing, and. Um, and um, it just it just feels short, man. It just feels short, you know. Uh, me and uh, me and the head coach at the time, we just butt head. We just butt heads at a at a particular moment uh, that was that he felt like was jeopardizing the the, the, the season, and um, which I don't understand how it was jeopardizing the season when I was red shirted, but neither are there. Um, it just fell short, and um, I was only at Wayne State for uh, for a semester, and I dropped out. I dropped out after one semester at Wayne State. My cousin, you know? my cousin got a similar story with the same school, so that's like <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy. Um, and then, how did you end up out west? Because I think after that, that's when you started to. That's when you went out west, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, yeah. That's when I went out west, man. But I, I this the part of this the part of the testimony that I gotta make brief because yeah, this the part this the part that I would lose you um, because after I left Wayne State in 2012, um, you gotta remember I came out west in 2015, so mm -hmm. it's like damn, what you been doing for all these years, you know? Because um, I was, I had graduated 
2015, yeah, I was getting ready to, I was training, yeah, for like my pro day and getting ready for the combine. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's when I picked up ball again. So basically what happened was when I left and dropped out of Wayne State in 2012, um, my dad was already the president of Ford Motor Company Engine Plant in Dearborn. So I was already kind of like good on a job because I didn't know I, I didn't I didn't have to really like really be too stressful and getting a job because my dad was gonna get me together. You know, and I relied on that and, and he did that, you know. So, you know, and, you know, I was, so I was working at Ford making pretty good money after I dropped out. So I wasn't really feeling the side effect of really being a dropout, you know. Right, right. You know, most people that drop out, they really don't have nothing, you yeah, know, nothing and they yeah, so my dad really came to my rescue and he helped me get into Ford and uh and so I was pretty much working for Ford uh for all those years and just being a regular person, man. I was uh just uh work, working 9 to 5 and and uh paying paying bills and, and, until this I want to say the summer of uh 2014 is um it was a lot of police brutality going on. And uh, I got conscious and I went and I started trying to develop my consciousness. And I got, and I went to a Dr. Umar Johnson uh, seminar. Uh, he was in Detroit. And, uh, and when I went to one of his seminars, that's, that was the moment that I reprogrammed my mind. I reprogrammed who I was. And I started realizing, okay, I'm not happy. And the only thing that makes me happy is football. So whatever I have to do to get back to playing football is what I have to do. And uh, so that's when I started enrolling into community college at Schoolcraft. And I had to, I found out by, you know, shout out to Coach, uh, Coach George Wynn, you know, Rising Stars. They really carried me. When I tell you carried me, they carried my spirit. The, the Rising Stars family carried my spirit. Like, because I was doing nothing but going to court. Hey, shout out Rising Stars, man. All I did was work for Ford, but then I would show up to the Rising Stars workouts. You feel me? Like, I'm a grown man trying to work out with the, the, the young youth uh, just to keep my spirits alive. And Coach Wynn opened up the doors for me to, to just to continue to do that because he knew my past. He knew who I was. He knew who, where I wanted to go. And he, and he seen that I wasn't done yet, you know? So, right. so he let me continue to, you know, work out with Rising Stars, and uh, he 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 actually carried me, man. He carried he carried me until I was able to receive a scholarship. Uh, you know, a couple years later, which we didn't even know will come, you know. But um, so you know, I became conscious, and Coach Win, you know, I, I reached out to Coach Win. He found me. I got close to him, and for the for that year, for that last year. I was just working out literally every day, doing something football related every day for 365 days. That's and then, uh, yeah, and then God blessed me. God blessed me um, with FASFA calling me. FASFA, was call FASFA called me and said something like this. They, it was like, uh, we seen that you started community college. Uh, we see that we can help you get your loans off of default if you help us for like $50 a month. I was already working, so I was cool with paying fifty dollars a month to get my my uh my financial aid off of default. Right. So I was cool. 
So six months go past. FASFA called me back and said that my I have completed the default uh, stages. I am now able to ac accept a, a FASFA uh, loan. Mm. You know, so mm. that what made me gather up all my transcripts and my film because I started realizing like, dang, I can go back to school and I'm 25 years old, but I only played one year. One year, even though I went to three schools, I only did my two freshman year. So I'm thinking, like, I might have some eligibility. Right. Yeah, so I went to Coach Wynn, and I gave Coach Wynn my transcripts and stuff, and he sat down, called me back the next day, and told me. He said, son, you 25 years old, but you have three years of eligibility left. And I said, how? <laughs> yeah, I was I was about to say, because you only, you only play one. That's what I'm saying, that the red shirt. As long as you don't step on the field, you got eligibility. Yeah, and I didn't know that. And, and he was like, he was like, and he broke it down to me. He said, you played your true freshman year at Ferris. You set out at Bowling Green. They set you out at, at Wayne State because your grades, was, uh, your grades was bad transferring into Wayne State from Bowling Green. So you only played your true freshman year, even though you've been to these three schools, which means you, you got three years of eligibility left. And I said, wow. But you probably this, lost this, it. <laughs> I lost it. I lost it. And um, and this, but he said this was the problem. You ran out of Division One years. You can't go to Division One. He said you got mm. one year Division Two no left. Problem. Yeah, because he said once I started, once I went to Bowling Green in 2010, mm -hmm. when I went to start going to Bowling Green, that's when my Division One eligibility clock started. No matter no matter what happens, you know. So my eligibility started from 2010. That means the the deadline is 2014. No matter what happens, you get four years. Four years, no matter for what. Division, for Division One, okay. Yeah, for Division One. So my clock was already eliminated. But then in Division Two, I only had one year of eligibility left. Out of my three years I got back, only had one left. And he was like, "So you can go back to Ferris because, like, when when I start reaching out to Ferris State." And Saginaw Valley State, they wanted me because they remembered me. They was like, we remember playing you. Yeah, we want you. Uh, but I only had one year of eligibility. Uh, so I was like, man, I might not want to go that route. Right. I want to use up all these years. I'm 25. I want to stretch right. this out. The wrong, I want to stretch this out to the wheels fall off. You want to go all <laughs> yeah, I would want two, too. I need all three. I need all three. So this one Coach Wynn told me, he was like, uh, listen. There's another thing called NAIA. We can get you. So that's when you find, is that when you find out about NAIA? That's when I found out about NAIA when I was 25 years old. I didn't know nothing about something called NAIA. I still don't know what the technical name of it yeah, is. Yeah, right, right. The acronym. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just know the NAIA. Right. It's all good. I just know the NAIA saved my life, man. And, um, and and I was 25 years old trying to get back into college football, and it, and it and it was it was something that was out there, and it helped me, you bro and bro, and it was crazy, dog. So National uh, Association know. of Intercollegiate Athletics, okay. Yeah. National Association of Intercollegiate Athletics, NAIA. There we go. I had to get and, to. That. And I'm so happy, and I'm so happy that you did that, bro, because you just got my mindset back to where it was supposed to be. Shout out to Coach Parker, man. River Rouge. Yeah, shout man. out Coach Parker. Coach. Oh, man. Hey. Oh, Coach Parker. That's what I did. Shout out Coach Parker. That's what I did.
that was my guy, man. He was That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. So what? Hey, so what? So what school you end up at? NAIA. I ended up. I ended up. Um, see, so, so when I was in Michigan, Coach Wynn, he was giving me all these NAIA schools that he had connections with and friends that had and stuff. So like Cleveland, Stockton, and uh, Concordia, Siena Heights. Mm. Uh, uh, he was Dav- Davenport at the time was an NAIA. Now was a Division Two. But back then it was NAIA in 2016, 2015. And uh, and so he was trying to get me connected with a lot of those schools. But you know, I took it upon myself to to just I was just, you know, messaging schools everywhere, you know? And I don't honestly I don't even remember messaging Arizona Christian, but I pretty much did did it like old school. I I went and emailed the coach's name. I went to my Gmail, I typed his name in the Gmail and I wrote him a message. And I did that for every coach, every school in the NAIA division, like every NAIA school. Self, man, by himself, man, that easy, that simple. If you want every it, man, go get it. Every school, so, uh, every school, bro. And, and I and I and I sent them a bio with bio, a description of me, and my highlight tapes from all the pr- previous uh, universities I went to. Mm-hmm. You know, so I already knew I was gonna win. You know. Because I had too much university field trying to trying to go to an NAIA division, right? Um, so out of nowhere, Arizona Christian. I, I for a fact for for one, no school got back with me. Mm. No school. Besides, be like that though. <laughs> hey, besides right. Concordia and Ann Arbor, which I was going to go to mm-hmm. until Arizona Christian University came mm. and snagged me. And the only reason why they snagged me because I never been to Arizona and I never right. been to the West Coast. Right. So it was like I feel like that was my opportunity to get out of the state of Michigan. You know, like I always had dreams and and, and a passion to leave Michigan, but I just couldn't figure out how. Mm-hmm. You know, until God sent Arizona Christian University. Right. Crazy. And, it, and Christian school. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and it was crazy how they found me because it was during the time, like I said, I was trying to develop my consciousness. I was trying to reprogram myself. So it was just so it was just so mind boggling that that um, a Christian university out of all the universities is the university that is interested in me and giving me a, and giving me the, the platform to play all three of my years. Right. You know. That's dope. And a basketball scholarship. That's dope, man. You know, they also put me on a basketball scholarship out there too. <laughs> I was out there hooping. Yeah, I was out there hooping for my first semester, for my first year, and then I started realizing, like, if I'm if I'm gonna go to the NFL, I need to put all my focus in the league. Football, yeah. yeah. So, but it was it was a great experience, you know, playing being a dual athlete. While you was twenty five years old, you know. <laughs> te- that's your, yeah, that's the prime. Technically, you in your prime. You know it was, man. I used to, I used to be talking junk to them boys, like, man, y'all boys, twenty years old, y'all can't hang with me, man. Y'all nineteen years old, man. Y'all eighteen years old, man. I've been running circles around this since oh, 2009, two thousand nine. <laughs> y'all was babies. Y'all was babies. But yeah, yeah, I got I got the opportunity and the blessing to to go to Arizona Christian. Five years later, 
after uh, Wayne State. And uh, I haven't looked back since, man. Haven't looked back right. since. Been out there ever since, man. So how was those three years? Like, if you could sum that up in one word, if you could sum up your three years there in one word, what, what would it be? Um, in one word, I would have to say uh, amazing. <laughs> no, I amazing, bro. I have to say amazing. And if and, and if and if you can give me a, a chance to to, to to explain myself, I would oh, yeah, love to. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. I, I would have to say amazing because when you're 25 years old and you and you love playing football, you you, you still got a mindset of can you, do you still got it, or can you still do it, or can you still spin move? Can you still, you know, make a one step cut? You know, because you know, like I said, 25 is is a peak to where you know certain people start slowing down if you're not driven to stay athletic and work out, mm -hmm. you know, but I was always, always had a chip on my shoulder to work out and always had a chip on my shoulder to grind. Like I said, the rising stars family saved me because when I got to Arizona Christian, I was already on a train running full speed. I'm talking about couldn't nobody keep up with me. Couldn't nobody keep up with me. That's what's when up. I was, I'm saying, like, literally, I used to tell people, like, I'm coming off the couch. I'm off the couch. I'm not, I'm, hey, I'm coming from the couch, man. I, I'm coming from Michigan. I didn't, I was at home, and I'm coming to, and, and y'all let me start? <laughs> you know, like, but I was doing a lot of, I was, man, I was grinding my butt off, though. I'm talking about finishing first, uh, being there on time, being there early. You know, I was really embracing the experience. I was really embracing being a college athlete again of really going through the moment, you know, of waking up at six o'clock in the morning. Instead of being like how I was at Bowling Green, mad about the 6 a.m. workouts, being <laughs> right. late, being mm -hmm. late, I wasn't, bro. I wasn't. I was embracing it all, man. I was on time. I was I was the one I was early. They I became a captain. They made me a captain at Arizona Christian. That's what's up. You know, and I finished out great, man. I finished out in 2017. I finished out number one in the country with punt return uh, yardage. Yeah, number one in the country, man. I'm talking about. I'm talking about all of the Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, and NAIA athletes all totaled up. I had an average of uh, 21, 21.7. Mm. You can look it up, man. 2017, man. Punt return average. I was gone, man. Right, right. Man, I, was What's up? I was in the country the whole year. And uh, that was just one of my greatest uh, accomplishments of getting back in the game. But I can say that, man. I, I was number one in the country, man, when it came to punt return, man. I was that. I, I couldn't yeah. mess with That's what's up. Y'all have a good team? Yeah, yeah. Well, as soon as I came back, man, we, we won the conference championship. But you know, it was it was a different process, man. Uh, Arizona Christian is a new school. Uh, it was five years. It was three years old uh, prior to me coming to the program. Right. So everything was fresh. Everything was fresh. You know, everything was uh, basically from getting it out the mud. You know, we was the first ones to establish it all. You know, now to this now to the current day, Arizona Christian is uh, beautiful, man. They bought the they bought the uh, Arizona State West campus. Uh, in Glendale, Arizona. So now they have a Division One campus. Uh, they have great facilities for the football program and the other sports and, 
they really uh doing the, doing their thing, man. They they're the number one uh, school enrollment school in the state of Arizona right now. And uh, shout out to Arizona Christian, man. They're really showing the faith of God and Jesus Christ can really change the lives of all if you just understand that we are our servants, man. We all serve each other. And, um, and, and that's the number one thing that I got out of Arizona Christian is just understanding that we here to serve and do for others, you know. And that's what God going to judge you by, you know, of what you can do for others, not what you have, you know. Say that again, yeah. man. That's what's up, man. And then now you're doing just that with, you know, you being a speed and agility trainer, getting these kids right, man. So um, go ahead, yeah. man. Big, you know, big up your platform. I see you free world for, yeah, bro. I'm going to need one, dog. I'm going to need yeah, one. I got you, man. I'm going to send it to you right now, man. I got my girl. Uh, shout out to Paris. Uh, my girl, Paris Martin, man. She's yeah, doing her thing. She doing her thing. Uh, actually, she got a uh, photography uh page man you look at photography shout out to it's at uh at photography dot by dot paris one you know okay you know man if you need some photography work man she's uh she'd be gladly to help you man and uh but yeah shout out to her man she got into the mindset of uh of clothing my brand and stuff like that and uh and and free world fitness free world uh fitness uh 2020 dna um the, the, that's what it's about man that's what it's about man we got we got the 2020 for the year that we established and uh dna is for the uh founders um my brother and me dj and alan so nah, we, i like it i like DNA. it you I know so dope. Dope. yeah so free world fitness man is really it's really a mindset to to uh to get everybody on a health health is wealth mm-hmm. is um that you know and uh I'm really focused right now on uh, athletes, but uh, I really do want to branch off and start being a fit towards Zumba classes and cardio classes for uh, you know for the for the women and the, and the, and the gentlemen that's obese. Um, but I'm right right now. I'm focused on the, the athletic the athletic side to where I'm trying to get these kids to college. Uh, I got a good I got a good uh, group of guys to where I'm uh, in tune to their. Uh, the uh, athletic lifestyle to where I, I really got a hand on their improvement athletically. So I'm really trying to focus on the group of guys that I got because uh, college is uh, creeping in the next year or two. I got a couple guys right now that's already stepping into college to be their first year um, this coming up season. So uh, I'm just blessed. I'm just blessed that I'm able to take the, the platform that I have of, of creating myself of being a great football player and to transform to a great trainer and a great speed and agility trainer. Um, because yeah. I always yeah. thought that was the, I always thought that was the highlight to my, to my success when it came to football. Yes, uh, you know, I was good with a gym and I was good with, uh, having, uh, you know, quick feet and uh, always just, you know, having speed to get away. And you played a, and you played a part in me developing that man. Cause when I got to BG, I wasn't known for that. Like, you know, I was always quick with my feet, with the ladders and stuff, but what I thought was quick, wasn't quick until I seen, you know, guys like you and, um, like even the times and stuff like that, because I was just off pure, just straightaway speed. Like I was just, I was just fast like that, but I needed to add that quickness. So, um, and when I left and got to Tiffin, like I said, some of the drills that we did when we was at BG, I did those same drills at Tiffin and had those young guys following me and drills that I'm teaching to the kids that I'm coaching yeah. now. And again, just to speak to that point of being 
transformer from being a great football player to being a good coach, a great coach, a great trainer, and, you know, really, you know, just trying to play a part in developing young kids and getting them to college and really helping them, you know, yeah, football is your dream, and but college and playing college football is going to help, you know, reach you and reach bigger dreams and help you have bigger dreams as well. Yeah, definitely, brother. Definitely. I want to – I want to say the, uh, the number one thing that kept me focused uh, in this, during this Arizona Christian situation uh, uh, experience was be, uh, is my brother, my brother DJ. Because you know my father, uh, my father passed away uh, while That's I was here. You know, yeah, my father, he was the one that, that you know that got it all going from the beginning, and uh, he died of uh, pancreatic cancer. Uh, going into my uh, junior year, my second year here at uh, Arizona Christian. So, you know, that really take a lot out of me, you know, because, yeah. you know, uh, we got the same birthday, you know, our birthday coming up June 17th, boys, you know. Mm. And, uh, you know, and, and so he, a lot of peace of me was, you know, left, was empty without him. So, you know, my brother, I really uh, love him for, you know, really stepping up and really changing his role. Because, you know, me and my brother, we uh, we older now, so – I feel like our relationship is different. You know, it's more of a father-son role. You know, my, my brother being a father and uh, me, you know, being a son, even though that we a year apart, you right. know, you know, roles kind of changed because my brother see his responsibilities has changed, mm-hmm. you know, since he's the head of the, head of the house. And, um, you know, so our role has changed, man. I just appreciate him for, for, uh, for taking the role of being a father figure for me while I was out here, you know, uh, for example, you know, like we, like our conversations change such as like, he, he, he wanted to make sure that, you know, you know, my rent is being paid out here, you know, and he want to make sure that my phone is what is going to be on, you know, he want to make sure that we, we develop in business, entrepreneurship plans for the future when I graduate, you know, and, and really father type conversations for their offspring. And, and we, me and my brother was actually having those conversations while I was out here and, and it really helped me. And it helped me to stay uh, balanced, you know, and it helped me to, to really keep that connection with my brother. Right. You know? That's good. Yeah. Because like I said, he playing that father figure for you in a crucial time because he he dealing with it as well. Y'all dealing with the same kind of pain, but him being a big brother, that's what he was supposed to do. Although, like I said, he fighting that pain, but he got a different kind of strength being a big brother that, you know, yeah. I got I to gotta watch out and, you know, bring up, bring my little brother up with me. And that's what's up, yeah. man. It's kind of the same deal with with my brothers, my family, and people just in general, man. Like as you get older, as you get older, conversations change. You start talking different, yeah. thinking about different things. Um, and again, one yeah. of the reasons why we wanted to open up this platform, man. My me and my cousin, shout out my cousin Deontay, um, aka Dion. We linking up this weekend to record yeah, our first. Record. Yeah, we're gonna record our first episode together. Um, like I said, it'll be a weekly thing, man. But you know, occasionally we're going to be bringing people on to, you know, share their story, you know, like you did today. And, um, you know, just simply give you all that platform, man. And, you know, I know this is going to get seen to everybody out there in Arizona, man. We're going to blow this up so that, you know, when you out there in AZ, man, you need some you need some work. You're a young athlete. You need to come see Freeman. Yes, sir. Come see Free World. Free World Fitness. Yes, sir, man. Instagram me, man. DM me, man. Let's get this work. Health is wealth. Yep. Find me at Free, free World Underscore fitness. Easy, simple. Yep, yep. We're gonna get the tags right. But uh we're gonna close it. We're gonna close it out, man, with nine questions with Jet Nine. Yes, sir. 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 Yes,
Got nine questions okay. Jet Nine with you. Um, you stuck on the island and you got five artists to listen to. Uh, oh yeah. Who you listening to? It's not just rap, not R and B. It can be, you know, old, new, don't matter. Just five artists in the world. See, 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 now you about to find a different side of me now. Okay. My five artists, I gotta I gotta have I gotta have Donnie McClurkin in there. Ooh, you know, okay. I got carrots up, you know. Mm-hmm. I gotta I gotta put some um J. Cole in there. Yeah, Cole bro. Gotta have some. I I gotta have some Tim McGraw in there. Ooh, okay. You know, we got country. Balance, you know, I gotta. You know, cause sometimes country make you uh, uh, appreciate the atmosphere and the experience of being in a being in a nice little place. <laughs> right, facts. Right. Uh, my fourth one, my fourth, or oh, my fourth guy, gotta be some Jay Z, man, cause I always gotta oh, feel boy. like what situation going on. I feel like a boss. Mm-hmm. I got always feel like a boss. <laughs> and I, I got I to say one thing before you name your fifth. We literally have a Jay-Z for this question. And there's going to be another question at the end. I'm going to ask you, like, we be, it's a lot of Jay-Z, man, on this on this podcast. <laughs> Hove, man, if you're listening, we need you on, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, we also, and I had to say my fifth would have to be, uh, shout out to my boy, uh, Chronics, man. Chronics is a Jamaican. He's Jamaican uh, rap art rap artist, man. He okay. I really listen to music, man, and, and I, it gets me, man. He a good guy, man. He's speaking the story, like it. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, favorite movie? Oh man, favorite movie. I have to. I you know I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it around a football mindset. So you know I gotta go with Gladiator. You know something about that Gladiator still do something to me. Mm, it make me want to like run that. through it. Wow, so. right, right, like that. Uh, favorite TV show? Oh man, you know I have to go with. Uh, see, I'm old school, man. So I have to go with Smart Guy. He's a smart guy. Yeah, man. I got, I got, I got my, I got my daughter on Smart Guy, man. Shout out Disney Plus. Disney Plus got yeah, smart, yeah. I got Smart Guy on there. That's what's up. Yeah, uh, flats or drums? Oh, I need them drums. Drumsticks? I need them drums. <laughs> drumsticks. <laughs> I go back and forth sometimes. I go back and forth. The most, yeah. re- the most recent book you read or the best advice you received lately? Um, I would have to say Never Die Easy with Watcher Payton. That's the a recent book I read. It was a great read. Uh, really brought me into the insight of where Walter Payton came from. Because uh, Walter Payton always been my favorite running back. But, uh, you know, I'm really trying to reprogram my mind. So if I really like something, I'm about to really grab interest into it and really learn about it. So I, I went and got a book called Never Die Easy, written by Walter Payton. So, um <laughs> That was a great read, man, and uh, it, it showed me uh, where he come from, his passion, uh, where it came, you know, where it came from, and uh, you know how he developed to be one of the best running backs ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, favorite things to cook? Oh man, see, see, uh, I would see if you would have noticed, I was kind of question, I was kind of hesitant on that drums or flats <laughs> question because me and my lady, me and my lady, we uh, we just became. Pescatarians. Mm, okay. 
you know, so it's it's different now. <laughs> I'm trying to eat more fish. Now. Yeah, I feel, I feel it. I feel it. Man, I have to say, you get slapped on some catfish, man. I go to town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, if you can have four people at a dinner to have a conversation with, who are you bringing with you to your dinner? Oh, man. I want Dr. Umar there. Okay. I want, I want LeBron James there. Ooh, that's a first. Yeah, man. I want... Um, I want uh, I want to Will Smith there. Oh, I like that. I like yeah. I like this table. I like this dinner. Yeah, yeah. And I want well, that's three right there, right? You said yep. five. No, four, four. You got one more. Yeah, and I want and I want Tyler Perry there, so we all can talk some sense into my boy Tyler, man. <laughs> You gotta, hey, Tyler. Shout out to Tyler Perry. He doing it big, man. But he gotta work on his altar skill issue. <laughs> Yo, not Tyler Perry. <laughs> he said he wanted my table just so we can. Well, talk well, we got, we gotta have some power around him so we can talk some sense into right. it. Right. Thanks. <laughs> I like, yeah. that. I like that dinner though. Um, last question: What's one thing you want people to know about you? Um. I want people to know that uh, Alan Freeman is the type of person that uh, man, I give you the shirt off my back, man. You know, it, I'm a down to earth guy. You know, uh, I'm willing to you know work around humanity. You know, we're all humans at the end of the day. I feel like everybody uh, mindset should change during the, the time that we're in. It's more right. about other about yourself. You know. And I'm learning that firsthand, man. Didn't mean to interrupt, but I'm learning that firsthand, which is, again, like I said, I'm glad that I'm doing this, man. I get to, again, know a different side. I said this um, just a couple of days ago. Like, I know all of the people I'm reaching out with. Like, I may say that I know you, but I don't really, you know, we don't really know each other, man. So, um, like I said, I appreciate, I appreciate you, man, for really stepping on here today, man, and, and sharing all your stories. Man. And like I said, we're going to get, some we're gonna get some people, some of my receivers down there in, in Arizona, man. We get some work, man. Once hopefully things are settled down soon. Yeah, hopefully things are settled down soon. We can catch a flight, you know, come down there and get a yeah. session. Yeah, we're gonna set it up. It's already in process, fam. <laughs> yes, sir, yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, my man A Free, Alan Freeman, Free World Fitness, man. Once again, bro, I appreciate you, man. Man, you already know, man. Yes, sir. All love, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All love, man.